What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? For those of you who tuned in or downloaded this podcast to hear me talk about Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company, you're going to have to wait one more week. I know I've been putting a lot of stuff out there on social media, well, Instagram anyway. I want to get them on the show, and I will go a little bit more into that on next week's episode. But as our listeners know, I know you guys know out there that we record this show and it comes out a week after we record it, so it's nothing new to you. On this week's show, though, we get into some foolishness. I think that's the best way to describe it. Uh, And you'll know what we talk about when we get into it. We have our beer news. We do talk about the slap herd around the world. And in our cold brew list, we talk about the best Chris Rock movies of all time. (laughs) And I'll I'll say, I'm a spoiler alert. My favorite Chris Rock movie is not on Sorcerer Chromatics list, and I and I talk about we talk about it afterwards. So anyway, and then at the very end, we do get into a little bit of shenanigans and talk about April Fools. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you could see me. Uh, I guess the best way to describe it is I'm doing air quotes. Ask Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company to be on the show. And uh, talk about stuff because uh, we got to clear the air. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I said enough. Uh, we'll talk about it uh, on next week's episode. But uh, follow us on Instagram, Cold Brew Podcast. And also follow us on Untapped, also Cold Brew Podcast. We do have a Twitter account, Cold Brew Pod. I rarely, rarely, I think maybe like what, maybe three times a year post on that. We should have a TikTok. If we do a, uh, maybe maybe just talking about it, I, I have to just open a TikTok account so nobody takes cold. Oh, who the fuck would want cold brew podcast on TikTok anyway? I I barely even want it. <laughs> All right, um, enough of the uh, the bullshit and the shenanigans. So, without further ado, here is your next episode of Cold Brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. What's going down this week, man? Uh, you know, crazy week. Yeah, crazy week. Lot of, lot of uh, going on sports talk with the uh, the final four. Yeah, um, and uh, don't forget the uh, the slap heard around the world. Yes, I would say the the. The entertainment Hollywood uh, scandals, <laughs> then, and then too, um, just a little bit of uh, the the social media and uh, and April Fools. I don't know if you you saw or you know. I like a lot of sports uh, social media during the week, and yeah. uh, you know on Friday I was definitely like, no, this ain't you know this ain't real. You know, 
like a lot of fake, uh, a lot of fake shades and signing and whatnot. <laughs> Very wary, maybe a touch of cynicism on April first uh, nowadays, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, I get it. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any great ones, but uh, I I did hear some some funny ones, and my daughter even pulled the April Fool's joke. But as far as social media goes, and the beer scene, and all, all these like products, you know, like oh, we got a new product coming out today. That's kind of like a kind of like old hat oh, yeah. now at this point, right? Oh yeah, like I sent you that uh, the well, it was that the comment on the KBS April Fool versus the actual yeah real KBS April, and. Uh, Ultima had a good one. They were really releasing uh, their uh, their primary lineup in 40, 40 ounce. Oh, you know, I, I I ran that I ran across that one today, so I was a day late, but I did see it, and I, <laughs> I knew it was fu- it was funny though. It was like I don't, you know, yeah. if, if you're gonna do something, don't they have a, a don't they make a forty though? Um, to my knowledge, I I I want to say no. Uh, at least if. If they did, it was a, uh, a limited run. I, I believe I don't believe there is forty. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe they just did a, a malt liquor, but they didn't release it at forty. Yeah, uh, you know, as quote unquote craft beer goes, I only think the the sublime forty ounce was a thing, and um, when mm-hmm. E forty did his 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 honey like a beer or something like that, like yeah, I remember, I remember that. the E forty beer was was a forty. However, it's not the E40 beer now, the the E40, like the, the Mexican lager style beer. It was a different beer. Right, yeah, it was. All right, um, but yeah, that's uh, something you you look for now. It's like, oh, here comes April Fool's. Like, it, Does anyone really, really get fooled with that shit anymore online? Mm, I don't know. Remember uh, Sam Adams Helium had some fun. <laughs> You know what though? I don't know if it was, it's the real guy, but when uh, when you sent me that thing for for founders, and so I, I went on and it said, uh, I, I just wrote the comment. Tracy Evans says what? Oh. And Tracy Evans was the guy who filed the lawsuit. You know, he felt discriminated against, and someone followed us uh, on Instagram uh, with the Tracy Evans name. So I don't know if it's actually him or if it's just you know someone piggybacking up and. And zeroes in on on the uh, the name. Yeah, I mean that almost sounds like yeah, it might be him, or if not, or maybe it's a pro a bot program to to mm-hmm. copy, you know. But it is private, the name. Oh, okay. So that's kind of weird. Um, but anyway. Well, hey, yeah. hey, shout out to Tracy if he's a if he's a new listener. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Um, all right, you ready to get into the beer? Wait, wait, wait. I thought we started her. <laughs> All right. So I have in front of me this week from Weathered Souls down in San Antonio, Texas. I have their references you don't understand. Yep. So it's, uh, I don't know, I get to, on the can, the label art, it looks like an older gentleman holding up his glasses, looking at his uh, smartphone. Like he's trying to figure out what he's looking at. So I think it's just about uh, people not um, getting a reference. Like when you, you know, you and I do movie lines on this podcast every once in a while. And you and I get it. Uh, but maybe one of our listeners doesn't get it right away. You know what I mean? Word. 
That's, know what I mean, Mer? <laughs> that's what I take this at. Anyway, it's 11.5% alcohol by volume, an IBU rating of 50, and it has hazelnut. It's an imperial stout with hazelnut-infused coffee, roasted hazelnuts, and dark chocolate out of San Antonio, Texas. And pop off. Ooh, what do you got? Uh, I got from our friend at Local Brewing. Oh, yeah. Located at 69 Luxemi Street, San Francisco, California. <laughs> you sound like, uh, you know what you sound like is when Bart Simpson had to give his book report and he didn't read it. Yeah. So all he was doing is huh. reading all the print in the front and back cover. Yeah. Yeah, from the good people that you know, whatever <laughs> some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I have their G wagon oak lager. Other housewives open up. <laughs> so it is a uh, oak, an oak lager, right? And um, oh, all right. I, uh, for well, our longtime listeners and and or fans of uh, of local brewing, and you might remember how they have a really cool little graphic uh, like power chart rating on their both on the website and their can. Like on the website, it reminds me of the Transformers. Remember, like on the back, it would be the uh, oh the the, the robots like yeah the attributes yeah. So attributes wise, the little cone shape is a two for happiness. So it's yeah. not too happy. This is out of ten. For the alcohol, alcohol switches up because on the can it's five. Uh, well, they rate it a five, and on the uh, on the website they rate it a four. Now I'm gonna go ahead and leave the website because on the can <laughs> the alcohol is and the website the alcohol is four point two. So it's a, it's a little bit uh, on the tamer side, mm-hmm. if you will. It's like the same as the uh, the macros are. Right, and uh, the complexity is the five. And, and going mm-hmm. back to that, you know. Um, I'm thinking of now too is like you know, I'm looking at that four and I'm, I'm digging it too because you know I'm looking for a new uh, you know summer uh, summer beer you know the, like a little oh all right a, a crusher you can go to and uh, and rely on so I mean matter of fact I might be uh, running a few uh, potential you know summer flings if you will with the uh, <laughs> all right with you the know occasional summer ale thrown in there. There you go. Or with the occasional heavy hitter. This is a great barrel aged summer beer. No. Barrel aged lager. Without any further ado, Papa. I wanted to pour halfway through my segment so I, I get all the foam settled by the time it's time for me. <laughs> um, but both on the can of the website, I just want to read. Originally brewed for San Francisco Beer Week 2020, hmm. we brought back local squad uh, Babe for. San Francisco Beer Week 2022. Brewed with a Pilsner malt, flaked maize, and a touch of beech smoked malt. Mm. Then aged on whiskey-soaked oak chips. Post-fermentation, a crisp, dry lager with light notes of wood and a touch of whiskey. <laughs> nice. Real quick, before I even sip it, and I'm pouring it, it's super light in color. I yeah. mean, this is like lighter than straw. It's crazy. Wow. What's lighter than straw? Just, yeah. Feather. Wow. Yes, <laughs> I took it to a different level. She's like dry ice. Wait, she's colder than that. 
What's colder than dry eyes? I don't know. I'll tell you what is. Oksana. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, um, talking motor oil, and that's what I'm drinking right here, man. This thing poured a really heavy black. It's got no head on it whatsoever. There's some like micro bubbles like along the rim, like in various points, but for the most part, there's no head at all. Um, it is super chocolatey, um, nutty. That's from the hazelnut, of course, and sweet. And this is a very good. This is a pastry stout. There's no well, there's no lactose in it, so. I keep I starting to think to tend to think that pastry stout has got some lactose in it. This is just a really dark, roasty, sweet stout. And in the finish, there's a lot of dark chocolate and and the the uh, the coffee roast in it. So this is fabulous. So this is a coffee stout. Yeah, it's not a pastry stout, but if it's a coffee stout, it is fabulous. It's a great beer by Weather Souls. Knocked it out of the park in this one. I understand this reference. Thank you. So how's your uh, your lager? You know, it, it's got that effect where you see a beer this this uh, clear and light color. However, it, it does got some complex notes to it. Now, I don't know if I taste the the the, the whiskey they're talking about. However, I <laughs> right. do taste I do taste some of that wood. You know, finish the aging. Yeah, the uh, the was it smoke malt, beechwood smoke malt or something like that. Uh, let me go back to the Okay. The uh, age on a touch of beach smoke malt. Yeah. Then oh, okay. age and whiskey. So, oak chip. So, the, the, the oak cleanness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right on, man. We will rate these beers later, but you know that. But our listeners, go to Untapped and search Cold Brew Podcast. And you can see what we rate before the show even comes out. Fabulous. Great system we got going on. Who came up with that system? Yours truly. Thank you very much. Pat myself on the back. It's time for some beer news. I I came across two stories that intrigued me. So first one, we talked about April Fool's earlier in the show. Here's an April Fool's that went bad. So, uh, in the UK, let me see here. There's a article kind of goes on other April fool's, uh, whiffs, but this one has to do with beer, uh, beer, which is a subscription site, uh, company in the UK. They decided to invite the wrath of its customers by sending out a text, sending out text messages and emails with urgent in the subject line and the exciting untrue news that the reader was quote this month's winner of free beer for life the recipients were told to click on a link and input a special promotional code to get their prize just before learning that the whole thing was a prank oh and that by following the prize instructions they've also been signed up for a beer subscription for uh, 22.95 pounds. So, uh, 22.95. So what, like, was it, a? what do they, how do they say it? 22 pounds, 95, uh, a month. So basically you're signing up for a beer subscription for what? Um, I don't even know what that is in us dollars. I can't, uh, compute that quick in my head, like 35 bucks, maybe. Probably, but I just want to say, 
<laughs> Got her. <laughs> Shit. But no. uh, unfortunately, uh, those who tried to claim their non-existent prize weren't too happy with how the joke played out, especially when they learned that canceling the unwanted subscription is such an opaque process that one woman contacted uh, by Newsweek said she was in touch with her bank to stop payment. So when they found out that the subscription was or the beer, they didn't win anything. They could it was they found it hard to um, cancel the subscription. Mm. So I wonder how many did it, you know, got upset about it and then try to cancel it and they couldn't figure it out. So they just left it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Or, you know, like didn't realize what was going on or I don't even know what the. After what must have been a very exciting day of fielding messages and inquiries, beer company. That's a, that's the name of the subscription company, beer company. They spell it like the German way of spelling beer, B-I-E-R. Um, they tried to flip the whole mishap on its head and tweeted that everyone who used promo code, um, oh, Sloof Lerpa, which is April Fool's backwards, was actually going to receive a free month of its subscription service. So there you go. You hook them with a free month and then, uh, then they forget to cancel and you get at least one more month out of them. Right. So anyway, I thought that that's kind of bullshit, man. Yeah, that's, that's screwed up. You can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Anyway, if you're in the UK and you, know, you signed up for the beer service um, and got caught up in that, our condolences. What can we do? We'll drink a beer to you. All right, the next story is a little bit more lighthearted. PBR is opening up a um, a cannabis brewery. Wow, really? Good yeah. Located in California, according to Food and Wine, Paps Labs announced that they were opening a new manufacturing and distribution facility completely dedicated to producing cannabis-infused beverages. The facility will be located in Desert Hot Springs, California, and has been in the works for the past two years under the direction of the Paps Labs production director, Chuck Barlick. Uh, the, the facility will not only give Paps Labs control over every step of the brewing process and increase the company's production oh and increase the company's production threshold threefold um, it doesn't say they're making cannabis beer but yet cannabis infused um, what do you call it uh, cannabis infused beverages that's what they said uh, the facility will allow other brands to collaborate in co-packaging partnerships similar to Paps Labs partnerships with Tinsley's Not Your Father's Cannabis Infused Root Beer and St. Ide's Cannabis Line via Food and Wine. So there you go. Desert, was it what did I say? Desert Palms, California? Desert Hot Springs, California. I think I drive through that every time I drive uh, from here to L.A. Hey, do they have cannabis beer out there where you live? They do not. If they do, I have not seen it yet. Oh, okay. Because, well, have you had a, a cannabis liquid product? I have not. I know oh. you said you tried one one time, right? Over at the Halford? Okay. I say at the Halford, I know for sure that was a CBD one. Oh, that's I'm, right. Yeah. Memory escapes me if it was cannabis infused. Mm -hmm. However, uh, I, I did get a hold of one of the, the Lagunitas uh, 
it, it was a hot flavored but uh, cannabis, uh, I guess, drink. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. Beverage. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a while ago, and it, it did have a little, uh, you know, uh, rating, if you will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my no. doctor said uh, I needed it for my condition. <laughs> right. Well, but, but, you know, you're claiming HIPAA on that one, so you don't have to tell what the condition is. Right. No, I haven't had it. Um, I haven't seen any out here, so I, I haven't had the opportunity. But I don't know. I I, I would like to try to see what it's like. Uh, you know, as long as they give the approximate um, dosage on the can or bottle or whatever comes in. Right. Because, hey... Uh... And this might not come to a shock to a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who uh, who drink beer and smoke weed at the same <laughs> Yes, they do. I think uh, isn't a. I think the house just passed a bill uh, to legalize cannabis, but um, I might be oh, you know ahead of myself. Okay, here we go. Here's another thing that that came through on my social media on April Fool's Day, so I wasn't sure whether people were messing around. Ooh, that's a good that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, I, I didn't follow up with it because, well, you know, I live in California. I don't care. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, it's like, is it was that real or not? You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't I don't have to worry about that for uh, for this state anyway. Yeah, yeah, with my state either. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. So, done with the news, so you know what that means, right? Thank you. Time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. As we As proceed, we proceed to give you what give you need. Let me ask you this hmm. What happened in the entertainment world this week? Oh, man, the, yeah, uh, the, we'll. Smith slapping Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars. Right. Um, so let me uh, let me backtrack a little bit and uh, two things. Okay, first of all, when it happened, mm-hmm. um, I was watching the family or the the Oscars with my family because I knew they were going to do songs from Encanto, which is uh, oh, yeah. my daughter, which is my my older daughter's way of life right now. <laughs> okay, uh, good. The young, yeah, the younger one doesn't is too young. Yeah, but the older one. I mean, we, we watched that. We put it on in the morning before she goes to school, and we put it on when she gets home. From school. So mm-hmm. we at least watch. I at least watch it once a day, yeah. <laughs> collectively. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, and she loves it. So the fact that we're doing the songs, you know, um, we just wanted to see her uh, like experience seeing people singing it live outside of the movie was it the actual people who sang the the bruno song on the soundtrack or you know in the no, movie or no. was it just a performance no. performance okay All right. in fact the, the, in fact if you ask me that they messed up the bruno song but that's oh, shit. i haven't even seen but, it i don't even want to see it now but the other song was uh was good oh which the one was that? oh those orguritas yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't say that word. Mm. It is a it, it's a new word to my vocabulary since uh, this we don't movie talk came about ogurritas. <laughs> what about mariposa? Every time that yeah. part comes on, I, I sing Sammy Sosa, and my daughter gets upset at me. She doesn't uh, even know who Sammy Sosa is. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> it's a joke for one at that point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh but shit! Yeah, your daughter, the 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 uh, the legend of Sammy Sus. <laughs> <laughs> the pink, the pink guy. Yes, Pink Panther. Yeah, Pink Panther. All right. Uh, oh. Anyway, let's get back to your list. <laughs> no, wait, wait. So, so wait, oh, going okay. back. Oh to yeah, the right. Oscars. Mm-hmm. I was watching it, and it was after the performances and whatnot. And I just thought it'd be a good good time to. Uh, take a break and uh actually I, I just wanted to take a shower you know because uh i was i needed to take a shower yeah and uh i get out and my wife's like you're not gonna believe what just happened what <laughs> happened and she told me and i'm like no nah, that's that can't be real there's no way they do that at the oscars you know <laughs> right so, so something's gonna come from it but, but then I, I jumped on social media and they were all over it i'm like oh shit this really went down like that i'm like all right so, yeah. well, well, let me tell you my uh, path through it because uh, I think uh, Jimmy Kimmel said it best. It was it's kind of like when Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear; like everyone knew what they were doing at the time. Right. Um. I, I just I, I laughed at and, you know I, I like Kimmel's takes, but anyway, um, like I was like eh, I'm not gonna watch the Oscars. It's kind of boring. Like I I've tried to watch before in in the last couple of years. Well. 2019 I had watched all of them so I was kind of invested to see who won but these last couple of years I haven't been able to watch many you know first run movies any let alone some of the ones that are nominated and so but then when that happened I forgot how it, I must have been you know going through Instagram and the next thing I know is like holy shit <laughs> I go through all of it and then I'm like oh I got I gotta listen to because Will Smith was odds on favorite to win uh, best actor I'm like, well, I got to listen to this acceptance speech if he wins. And then I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. I'm like, oh, man, you got to read the room. <laughs> like you wrote this before, uh, you know, the whole slap right. thing happened. Oh, man. So I was I was cringing, uh, you know, through that whole speech. He came. I think uh, that might have been the, the most watched moment uh, besides, you know, people um, seeing on social media, but like anticipation of what what's going to happen when he if he wins the award. Yeah, you know, um, I didn't see all the movies, uh, and I did. I didn't see all of King Richard. I saw most of it. I would say I probably saw about eighty percent of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think he should have won. You know what I mean? It wasn't that. Okay. You know, just a rule. Yeah, you play a, a a father with the dream to 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 not just raise your kids, but to raise them as a elite athlete and. Uh, you know, it's a great story. Just the acting behind it didn't seem too uh, astounding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I get that's, it. That's, that's my opinion. And then even, you know, both the Williams sisters were producers of it. And, you know, their idea is no one's going to watch a movie about us. So let's, you know, because there's no two actresses that could really portray them like that. So, like, mm. let's, let's make the story about our dad, but still about us. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get what, I, it. what I what I want to say is, let's look at the top ten Chris Rock films and see where he should have won. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like it. Uh, number ten. Okay, number ten. state. Oh, I. Man, I, the the name rings a bell. I don't think I've ever seen it. All right, 
So yeah, I remember this. It's uh, Chris Rock and Bernie Mac, Dylan Baker, Nick Piercy, and Lynn Winford. So a low level Washington D.C. public servant, Maze Gillum, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. is thrust into national spotlight when he's asked by uh, Martin Geller to head a the head of the Democratic Party to run for president after the party's president, presidential and vice president nominees are killed in a plane. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember any of this, but right on. Yeah, it's in 2003. It was a new Hmm. Here's one, and I know this one's a remake. Um, it came out in 2010. This one's Death at a Funeral. Oh, yeah, that ensemble movie. Yeah. So it's like uh, Keith David, Loretta Devine, Peter Dinklage, Ron Glass, Danny mm-hmm. Glover. Uh, preparing for a funeral is never pleasant, but for Aaron, it's shaping up to be the worst day of his life. Sibling rivalry, meddling family members, and a little stranger with a big secret threatened to blow the lid off the coffin when Aaron struggles to give the, his late father a proper memorial. Yep. Yeah, and that's a that's a remake from uh, from an English movie. I forgot. I I think it might be have the same name as well. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't know that was a remake, but I, I knew it was. Uh, I remember it coming out, but and I seen scenes. Chris Bounds in it too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Or uh, that might be a different. I have all, all the... Okay. All right. Keep one, going. I didn't know he was in this one. I didn't know he was in this one, but in uh, two thousand one, AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, I saw that one in the theater. I don't remember him being in it. He may have been, but I saw it when it came out, like a week or two, the first two weeks when it came out. And I I, I got it, you know, and, and the storyline was okay. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't that great. I thought there was going to be more basketball in Philadelphia and said, like, you know. <laughs> All right, what's next? Well, hey, he's in um, AI. And uh, Will Smith in what, iRobot or something like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess so, yeah. They both made uh, future, uh, futuristic robotic uh, sci-fi. All right. Here's one I didn't see, but you probably have or possibly have. Was Madagascar Escape to Africa? Uh, yeah, I, I think I have. I, I know I've seen one or uh, at least two of the Madagascar movies. Eh, it's all right. It wasn't my thing. My, my daughter... I don't even think she even cared for it because I don't remember it watching it too often. Like when she's into a movie, like well, you you know you have your your eldest. She's way into Encanto, and it's like you you can't escape it. Then my right. daughter, she's been in, she's had those movies too, but it wasn't one of the, any of the Madagascar's. Word. All right, here we go. Number six. Mm-hmm. Eat the weapon. <laughs> perp. You think I'm a perp? Right. What about this badge? What about this gun? Yeah, exactly. So, what's his name? Leon Butters or something like that? I remember his yeah. Butters. I don't remember his first name, though. Yeah. And the whole Jet D thing uh, at the end. Oh, However, yeah. You know, he was a, he was a good, uh, you know, <laughs> secondary comic relief after Joe Pesci's comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. In a, in a, what, the third sequel of a movie? Which is a total money grab. So yeah, hey, good for him. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't blame him for for making that movie. <laughs> you could blame uh, Mel and Danny though. It's like, come on, man, do something else. You know, what? something with this on Madagascar two escape or you know escape, whatever or well, breaking back like, into Madag- Africa. Yeah, Ma- Madagascar 
Escape to Africa. The two is the numeral two. I forgot to mention that. However, in uh, well, number five is the original Madagascar. Oh, and I totally missed something in the credits. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is in both of them as well. Ooh, oh, she plays like the the female lion, right? I I thought the I thought uh, uh, Ben Stiller was in lion. I know, but the 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 female lion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the sequel, the the next sequel, if they make one's gonna be in. (laughs) Well, they don't have to be in the studio at the same time. That's, that's the uh, the beauty of voice acting. Right. right number four. Yes. Him and, him and the gang in Grown Up. You knew that one was cool. Oh. Yeah, that was, that was a I fun the, one. I, yeah, I like the Grown Ups movie. Those are cool. Yeah. It was in the... I wouldn't call it Sandler's finest, but it, had, it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, it was one of those... He's going to make a movie with his Hollywood boys, and it didn't suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't a flat. In yeah. my eyes, anyway. Oh, yeah. And, and, and his, you know, he's got his wife and his two daughters in it. Right. He, he started doing that. Uh, well, you know that. You've you, you watched Sandler movies. So I haven't seen all of his latest, but yeah, you can see his, his daughters start growing up. Yeah. All right. What's... Uh, number three? Yeah, number three. The remake, which I liked, was uh, 2005's The Longest Yard. Huh. Really? That was that great? Yeah. Well, Chris Rock, it was great. <laughs> it was some good scenes. It, 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 it missed it yeah. a, a lot yeah, of the I'm not saying... It's, like, it's not saying... Oh, it's not saying Grown Ups is a better movie than The Longest Yard. I'm just saying for Chris Rock, it was a better role. Oh, okay. All right. I see that. Yeah, you know, and, and they kind of made fun of Chris Rock's character. It was kind of meta in the fact that he played kind of like a... Uh, it seemed like he was a wuss, but basically he was just like, that's just him. If, if you don't accept him for him, then why are you being his friend? Because that, that's what the whole movie is about, just friendship, right? The longest yard? No, no, no. I'm talking about... Uh, you, you brought up Grown Ups again, so I'm bringing that back. But as far as The Longest Yard oh, yeah. goes... That was more of a. Uh, we need a. I think. I think it was more of a. We we need a big name, um, comic guy in here, right? No, I mean that was another Sandler production. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's him getting the boys together again too. Hmm. Good point. All right. I, I guess uh, I missed. Uh, I'm a little drunk right now. I don't know if you could tell. All right, so I'm, I wasn't following too closely, and and I started thinking something else in my head. All right, uh, what's number two? Yeah, he's all about the remakes. Uh, number two is <laughs> Down to Earth. What is? I don't remember Down to Earth. What the fuck? Why don't I remember that one? Uh, it came out two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Chris Rock, Regina King, uh, Chaz Palminteri, Eugene Levy, and Frank Frankie R. Faison. It's wow. a it's a remake of it's a remake of uh, Heaven Can Wait. Oh, the 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 Warren Beatty movie. Yes. Oh, okay. I uh, um, shoot, I don't know why I haven't so, even seen it. Have you seen it? So, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw it. It was pretty oh, cool. Okay. All right. Fuck, I want to see it now. So, Those are some good yeah. names. Yeah. So it's like uh, he died, but it wasn't at the right time. 
So mm. uh, the angel in charge of him mm-hmm. brings him back, but not in his body. It's in the body of an old white man. So oh, like, okay. you know, in the, in the mirror and in public, you know, yeah, they see an old white man. However, like in the scene, it's Chris Rock. So, I don't know if you remember that whole scene. It was kind of funny where um, he's the old white man and he's rapping DMX and he's uh, using the N-word and all these like... Oh, all yes. These, uh, all these hoods in line are like, hey, well, what, the, what the fuck are you saying? You know, like, <laughs> I, I do remember that scene. I remember that scene. It, it, it reminded me of uh, that movie, All of Me, the, the Steve Martin, Lily Tomlin movie. Okay, yeah. The, the whole... Uh, her spirits in him and they're both trying to yeah, fight. Out, of, out of place yeah yeah right. all right so what's uh that leaves number one right right number one we send up in one question that is above all and what is that how much for one read <laughs> Oh shit! That Oscar should be freaking three inches of dust deep right now. <laughs> you know, what I mean? 1988's "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." It was only in uh, one scene, but it was so great. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm disappointed on this list. Is New Jack City? Oh, New Jack City's number eleven on this list. Oh, just missed the cut. Yeah, because he played another crackhead. In that one. That was Pookie, though, right? Yeah, yeah that was New a better Jack- one. Yeah. Uh, all right, Doctor Doolittle, uh, is number twelve. I don't remember him in that one. Except, actually, I don't remember that movie too much. Service was top two. He was in that movie. I don't remember. Oh no! I was, for a second, for a second, at the, I was thinking of the the Damon Wayans one, but that was the the scene. Yeah. But that was the first one. Yeah, and that was the the bananas for the banana tablet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was in Dogma, the yeah. Madagascar three. What about his? Uh, what about his his lead his titular or not titular role? Because he wasn't the that was the name of the his character. But uh, CB four. What about CB four? Oh yeah, huh. uh, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, CB four was ahead of his time. Osmosis Jones. I remember that. CB four is twenty one on this list. Oh, that's way too low. When what would you rate CB four at as far as Chris Rock's uh, uh, um, greatest roles? At least two. Number Please two, huh? Wow. Boomerang. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He was the intern, oh. right? Pootie Tang. <laughs> I forgot he was in Pootie Tang. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Farley. Uh, you know, that movie entertains me. It's uh, When I'm watching it, I know it's not good. I know it's fucking bad. But I still, it entertains me for some reason. Maybe it's just Farley. He's just such a charming guy. Yeah. Uh, nothing else worth mentioning. But yeah, I decided it would it'd be funny. <laughs> All right. Um, let's compare box office numbers between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I heard? Was, well, man, maybe I'm getting that. I apologize if I get the number wrong, but um, the Oscars gave, well, the Academy gave Samuel L. Jackson, a Lifetime Achievement Award. So he got an Oscar, not for any particular role, but just for... He's been in over 150 movies that I want to say has made $27 billion. Is that right? Or $57 billion, Some crazy fucking amount of money. 
Oh yeah, I, I heard that too because he was like in uh, well, like Jurassic Park and uh, the the, the, star, the star Star Wars, Wars is, yeah. in Marvel. Yeah, the Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, but even not even counting those, but he's just been in a lot of really good movies. By you know, Pulp Fiction. I think that's when people like really started taking, paying attention to him, right? Would you say? I believe so. For me, anyway, that's when I started paying attention. Like, who the hell is this guy? He jumps off the screen. Then you remember he's in Coming to America. He was the guy who was holding up the McDowell's with the shotgun. Yeah. He was a good fellow, right? And he was supposed to. Yeah, he was stacked. Fell asleep. Yeah, he fell asleep. Yeah, he's supposed to be a driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was also in. Uh, didn't one eighty seven come out before uh, Pulp Fiction? Or am I? It, it may have. I don't. No. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm, I, is it after? I, th- I think it was after. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's after. Yeah, one eighty seven was good. That was when they did doing like the the good teacher in the bad school uh, motif in Hollywood. The most quality the, the you know the the the, the best they are a, a good teacher in, in a bad school like you know like there was dangerous minds there was the substitute there was a bunch of those type of high school movies right right yeah but if, I mean am I wrong about Samuel and uh, he was a teacher right in one eight seven was it that movie I thought it was. I think I'm confusing it with another one. I don't. It doesn't. I don't recall it right now. No. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. So Samuel, a uh, yeah, good. Uh, I was just watching Die Hard part of Die Hard Three today. Really? <laughs> but back to the the Chris Rock thing. Um, you know who uh, Andrew Schultz is, right? I heard the name. I what's what's oh. he done? Well, he's a stand-up comedian, but he's got he's oh, got yeah. two famous podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, Flagrant Two and. Uh, brilliant idiots but on, on flagrant too um he does it with the another guy but uh oh yeah they because as comedians a lot a lot of comedians in the in the world are just standing up for chris rock and you know of you course, don't do yeah. that you know, even though even though you don't like the joke you know shrug it off be the better person you know but chris rock is there to make jokes yeah so uh, it wasn't even that funny it wasn't that great will lift laughed at yeah. it for a second yeah Anyway, anyway. Um, he um, he yeah he opened up his show and, and he just let Chris Rock or not Chris, he let Will Smith have it as far as jokes and trash talking without even getting too graphic you know what I mean or too personal with the the whole uh, I guess what do you know, infidelity or known infidelity whatever you want to call it you know what I mean yeah he he didn't pluck the the but, lowest fruit right. At the same time, after after Schultz didn't have it, one of his uh, guys was uh, he was uh, feeling it, and he, he did some funny stuff. Chris Rock's uh, uh, original bit: the, "There's two types of black people." Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's black people, and then there's you know the N word. Yeah. But uh, but uh, he switched it up because Chris Rock thinks Joe he's gonna. Just uh, rework his old material. He goes, there's two types of black people in the world. There's black people, and then there's Will Smith. Every time black people want to have a good time, Will Smith come and fuck it up. That's good. Keep going. Yo, Will Smith always wants some credit for some shit you're supposed to do. I protect my family. You're supposed to, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Be my full fifth mind. I hate Will Smith. <laughs> The media. You think when I'm at the Oscars, I'm looking at the audience for the media? 
No, I'm looking for Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. replaced the N-word with yeah. Will Smith. And you know, he yeah, just exactly. he did his whole fucking yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, dude. I was, I was passed out. <laughs> oh, I got to find it, man. You send me a yeah. link. Send me a link. I'll, I'll throw that on there. Oh, my God. I, I did not see that. I, I Send me the link just so I can fucking watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's what cracked me up the most. Yeah. Oh, that's but, good. Uh, and then I don't know if you were, uh, you know, who Tom Segura is. Oh yeah, I watch his uh, Netflix specials. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's got a podcast with the yeah that that Burt guy. I used to listen to, to Bill and Burt, but uh, Bill uh, Wilbur or Bill name Bill Burr. Bill Burr did. Yeah, he didn't want to do it no more. So so uh, Burt, I forgot his last name. He's doing it with uh, his other podcast. And uh, put it this way, Tom Segura is gonna let Will Smith have it in his next his next comedy run. So oh, that'd be shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He I goes, mean, it goes, he goes, it, he goes. It's all gonna be on the table. If I, if I lose fans, I lose fans. But no, you don't. You don't do that to comedians. You know that that yeah. that's his stance. And he goes, and he goes, and I I know Chris Rock is not gonna do it. And he goes, and I know where I am as far as comedy in Hollywood, and I don't see Hollywood much. So. I'm gonna do what he can, like, like that type. You know, he, he made it his mission, so it's interesting. <laughs> he's good, man. He's he's smart and he's clever. I think that's what why he's rose to his fame. But um, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I guess I was maybe like surprised or I wouldn't say shocked, but like Chris Rock had a show in Boston, right? And I read an article after a show, and people were mad that he didn't have jokes for it. I'm like. This guy just wrote a whole act, went, you know, to his local comedy store, workshopped it, got all the jokes perfect, dialed it up to go on a tour, and you expect him to come out and, and I know you listen to Rogan, I listen to Marin every once in a while, and they talk about the craft, right? You're right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so you don't just, like, go and do a whole tour when, you, when you're just riffing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to have right. your shit down. Yeah, you know, and, and here's the thing. In my view, too, I mean, if, if Chris Rock really wanted to, he could have let Will Smith have it right there. You know? Oh, what yeah, I, mean? I think someone pointed out, you know, like uh, when he yeah. said, "Oh, I could," uh, and then he shook his head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. That too. Like he, he paused, but like he really could have let him have it. At the same time, that kind of ruins his, you know, potential Hollywood. Events. And and don't don't get me wrong, Chris Smith could sit at home. Tomorrow until his last day in life and not miss a beat. Same right. time, he wants to entertain. You know, he likes entertain. He wants to be in movies. And and with that, too, I mean, yeah, his, his comedy tour is blowing up. And as far as Hollywood, I mean, you know, Adam Sandler will always be his ace in the hole for a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Or for everything. So it, it, he's he's fine, you know. In fact, too, people are saying that he didn't even write that joke. The 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 Oscar the Oscar writers wrote. You know the producer writers. Wrote <laughs> oh, it. I didn't hear that. So, Holy shit, dude! That's what people, that's what some people are saying. So uh, it, it, it by people. That's what I heard on the show uh, show as well. So and yeah. you'll hear that too. Yeah, that, that's about but, like a. You know, in in the jokes he did that night were they were, were really not that good, man. <laughs> Maybe even yeah. Penelope Cruz uh, Cruz is on on. Will Smith's side be just because her joke was so bad. You didn't even remember her yeah. name. Called uh called her like called her Javier Bardem's wife. Oh geez. Um it was bad. 
you know, um, what was the other thing? Um, oh yeah, going back to Chris, it's it, yeah, it it he easily could have let Will Smith have it. At the same right. time, it was almost like a split career decision. It's like, do do I do this now or do do I let it play out? Oh, he made the right choice, think, man. He he acted way definitely. better than I think ninety percent of us in you know in the general population yeah. would have reacted. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying too it, or uh, like when Ricky Gervais was doing his thing. Ricky Gervais offended a lot more people. <laughs> oh overall, my god, you know? dude! I I got a meme out of the Tom Hanks. I was like one of our best posts we ever did on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so great. Uh, the the meme anyway. Um. Yeah. And, or like you know that's, that come that's, out since then. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Like if you know if, if Billy Crystal made that joke, would Will Smith go slap Billy Crystal? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. How, you know how, how's that a look? You know, or, I'll tell you what um, though, Billy Crystal may have reacted the same way Chris Rock did, but I think Billy would have uh, lo- uh, or you know pressed charges. Right. That, or yeah, he would have asked him to leave. You know, or made mm-hmm. sure that uh, he left. Right. Yeah. All right. How's your beer treating you, man? Oh, it's good. It's almost gone. Yeah, so is mine, man. I'm pretty drunk. Um. All right. So we're going to rate our beers on Untaps. Just search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. So you had by, shoot, I remember it was. I remember it was a lager. <laughs> oh, G wagon. It was called G wagon, but who? Who? Local, right? Local. Local brewing. So you had by local brewing. It it, it kind of all started coming back to me, like <laughs> like totally in reverse though. <laughs> G wagon, local brewing company, American Lager. What would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, this is hard because I like the beer. However, the description isn't doing it justice and i'm not or isn't what it is you know okay yeah no i i get it it's like uh you read it earlier but now you're getting something totally different not that it's worse but it's just different right so i'm for that i'm gonna give it a three five okay all right that's pretty good that's the thing it's light and it's crushable like a lager however i i don't i don't taste any oakiness i definitely don't taste any any whiskiness uh, mm-hmm. However, it it you know it's it's it, it's not happy. It, it's got the um, the lighter style uh, maltiness to it. it it's crisp. It, it's it's an easy drinker. I mean, it, it's still a good summer beer. In mm-hmm. my uh, in my uh, search for the next next summer thing. <laughs> however, uh, All right, summer loving had me a blast. <laughs> 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 All right, so what are your notes on this one? Um, well, crisp. Okay, crisp. Light, light, incrushable, in crushable. Very nice. Three fifty save. Uh, no, none of our friends have rated it, and it has an overall rating of three point seven five. So you're like right there with everybody else. All right. So mine is, it's good, man. This is a really good Imperial stout. This is a sweet stout. It's not a 
milk stout, lactose stout, a pastry stout, but it still is sweet. And I guess if I were to look at it, because it's got the bitterness at the end with the coffee and the, it, it's got to be dark, the dark chocolate that's giving it its sweetness because there's no vanilla, but it tastes like there might be vanilla in it. it it's got that smoothness to it. Um, I like this one. I'm going to give this one a four. So here, let me, uh, I haven't looked this one up yet. So here, references, you, here it is. Wow. <laughs> it came up right when I started typing Y. Um, it has an overall rating of 3.78. Uh, none of our friends have rated it right now. So I'm going to give this one a 4.0. It is, like I said, it's sweet and nutty and roasty. All right, man. You know, um, I was going to ask you about, <laughs> it's funny how sometimes our thought process lines up. So the fact that you came up with the Chris Rock list, loved it. That's what I kind of wanted to talk about in our shenanigans. So I really don't have anything else of the show. Do you have anything else you'd like to bring up? No, I mean, I know we talk about sports. I mean, we can't, uh, you know, you're saying about, about, um, you know, I didn't believe all the sports rumors and news during uh, April Fool's. However, oh, the, yeah. uh, the Bruce Arians departure seems kind of interesting. Um, now, uh, what's his name? Todd Bowles will definitely be featured in our Coach's Corner next year coming yeah. up. Knowing that, just just how in, in that happened and the timing uh, just seems really interesting to me. Uh, as far as, the, you know, it, it seemed like premeditated. Just Bruce kind of wanted to wait so he could give his guys the best chance to get his spot which for uh, mm. a minority hire after yeah. him uh, it's kind of cool at the same time you the, the fact that he kind of tied ownership's hands with that and still gets kicked up to the front office it's interesting yeah, you think uh that's one of the reasons why tom stayed because the front office said hey we're gonna we're gonna move bruce he's not gonna be the head coach anymore and Bulls yeah, that can was, take that over was, defense, and and Tom can kind of run the offense. That that was that that's the rumor is yeah. uh, you know uh, Tom felt that uh, the head coach dedication and, and whatnot wasn't wasn't to the the level he he thought it should be. Yeah, and it maybe that's the 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 one of the reasons why he threw the the surface tablet during that game last season. Exactly. <laughs> You know, speaking of Tom, uh, one of my friends, you, you know him, uh, Rob Caso, back at home, back in okay. San Jose. But anyway, he, <laughs> he, he he told me that he had a, uh, a co-worker that he works with. He's a total of like 49ers fan. And so he and one or two other people um, played an April Fool's joke. This is one of my favorite April Fool's jokes I heard um, that they started talking uh, amongst themselves when they knew that the 49er fan could hear them, you know, the eavesdrop and they, they were talking about Tom Brady being traded to the Niners for Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. <laughs> and, and the guy totally bit on him. <laughs> he, he thought they, he thought that he, he was all excited and, and <laughs> was it, was that this year? Yeah. 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 This, uh, this, oh, just so this like, past like, April ago, Fool, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This April, this April oh, fools. And <laughs> those, that was a great one. That's one of the ones I heard. Oh, and then uh, something similar because my daughter, you know, she's uh, she has her best friend at school and they play a lot of Roblox online and everything. 
Anyway, they were texting each other to, uh, on April Fool's. And my daughter told her best friend at school that she was moving back to California. <laughs> for like, you know, for two minutes. And then she said April Fool's. <laughs> and, so, and then um, my ex, uh, my daughter's mom got a text from her best friend's mom saying that they were out to dinner and uh and she got the the message from my daughter and she she got all super sad i'm like oh you better you better go apologize to your friend for fucking around with her this weekend yeah. i didn't say those words but you know what i mean yeah. oh yeah yeah so those <laughs> are those are my two favorite april fool's jokes that um i heard about that's and- actually that's actually pretty uh pretty clever by your daughter just to to because that's a believable premise you know yeah exactly yeah because she's we're, you know we're from california so <laughs> it was pretty good it was uh i wasn't like proud of her as a dad moment but i i i, I you know i did i wanted to do the old respect you know pound the heart and give her the peace sign yeah. so that, i thought that was fucking <laughs> that was good did you hear of any good April Fool's jokes? No. No. no I, I, I wanted to do something for the show, but I really just couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. Like, by the time I remembered it was going to be April Fool's, it was like three days before. I'm like, ah, I, I can't prepare in three days. And I try to think of something quick, but I'm like, nah, eh, whatever. Maybe next day. I don't want to force it, you know? All right. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next. Everybody.